Welcome to Pencils Down, a podcast produced for students by students of the J. Erwin Miller Architecture Program at Indiana University. This is Jess. And this is Tahmid. And this is Martita. Today we're presenting our pilot episode where we engage in conversations with students sharing their experience at our program. Check it out! So, what is Pencils Down? Well, uh, Pencils Down is a tradition our program started, which consists of finishing and pinning up all of our studio projects the night before finals week. This way, students can have a good rest before presenting, and they can also attend and participate in the crits with other students. This is a very great experience because we get to see and learn from what our peers and other cohorts are doing. So, why the Pencils Down podcast? Pencils Down is a space to engage in conversations about architecture and art. You will hear from prominent architects and artists sharing their work, expertise, and knowledge in the field, as well as current architecture students talking about their experience in the J. Erwin Miller Architecture Program. In this pilot episode, we'll be talking to a group of architecture students about their final presentations. We'll get their thoughts on the process creating their projects, as well as their hopes and dreams for the future. First, we have Dane, who is a third year student who just completed his visual studies presentation. Dane has a BFA in painting, and he discusses how his undergrad education enhanced his experience at IU Architecture, and how IU Architecture helped him grow as a painter as well. I noticed earlier on your, um, your final proposal sheet that you actually have a, an interesting middle name listed. Uh, bonsai? Yes. Uh, so, uh, my parents let, uh, my older brother pick my middle name. He was five at the time and he chose Bonsai. So my full name is Dane Anthony Bonsai Wallace, but interesting story. So before he chose Bonsai, he was going to pick Starfighter. <laughs> so my name would have been, I, this is no joke. My name would have been Dane Anthony Starfighter Wallace. Yeah, it would have been. I, knowing, well, I like Star Wars, but if I, I figured if that happened, I probably would have hated Star Wars and been a <laughs> Starfighter. But, um, but what do you think about bonsai plants? That's an interesting oh, name that for is, an artist. Yeah, uh, bonsai plants are great when you can keep them alive. Um, when you can't, like me, uh, you get fake ones. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but my after then a week after I was born, my brother wanted to change it to Walt, so I would have been Dane Anthony Walt Wallace. But I prefer bonsai better, so it just works out. To me, it just flows out naturally when I say it. Like, when people hear it at first, they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. They're like, how'd you get that middle name? I'm like, well, Anthony's my dad's name. And then they're like, no, 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 bonsai. I'm like, oh, yeah, my brother chose that. That's very interesting. It helps paint a picture of who you are. Yeah. So uh, you are a third year in our program here. You are officially done with all of your presentations now. Um, 
so you just had your uh, final presentation for the visual studies and yesterday uh, was it morning yeah, yesterday morning um, you presented the final uh, architecture studio uh, reflect on that experience it really hit me until like next come next semester when it starts and I see pictures online of like everyone else starting here I'm like oh I'm gone I'm on. And it's going to be extra weird because this it will be the incoming freshman next. I mean, incoming first years next year, school year will be the first cohort I would never meet as a student because I met the first two that were in the program and then the, the latest two. So it's going to be an interesting experience on that. But yeah, being done with presentations is like, oh, uh, you're done getting criticized in an academic setting. Now it's like life gets to criticize you. <laughs> you to share with us a little more about yourself to introduce yourself because we know that this is a very diverse program and we have people from very different backgrounds with very different interests so we would like to hear a little more of you what do you like to do your interests i was originally looking at going into industrial design as for a master's and then i saw I learned about this architecture program and I'm like, that is, that seems like it'd be a really nice fit. And I applied to it and I got in and. Can you reflect a little bit about how your, our, your design approach has uh, changed since you've been a part of, part of this program? And uh, with that, like, just explain a little bit about your like design approach and who you are as an artist. Well, um, still Dane as an artist um so my I would say my design approach is more comes from a um a matter of fact point point of view versus that of more conceptual ideas so uh for me uh, coming in the field of architecture and studying architecture as someone who's been practiced has a art background and has a BFA and to practices art on his free time it's uh I always felt like the art when you make it it should be something that has to it shouldn't need an explanation written beside it, or it should be able to justify itself by its own context versus that of um, having to having to explain it, the meaning behind it or anything, or even having it, even being in a position where the meaning needs to be dissected on a professional basis versus that of uh, judging a work by its context versus what someone says about it. I'd like to hear more about how you as an artist or a designer has changed since, you know, may, maybe also like the, or another, another way of looking at it is like, how did, what did you expect to do in this program? And like, what did you end up doing? So I was, uh, yeah, I would say the, uh, my art has become more sophisticated by the time here. Cause it's, it has had that balance with doing design alongside of it. It's like two equal, parts being raised together like and then without having to show favoritism to the other but um there may be one you're more accustomed to but like with for me the design has really like working in design has really improved like the sophistication of my art and like just the technical details of like all the paintings i create and everything danewallaceart.com um <laughs> and, is there an underscore in that just danewallace.com danewallaceart.com danewallaceart.com yeah, there we go um I was expecting like more three-dimensional work when we were working here, but then I realized a lot um, 
your three-dimensional work is almost comes through your sketches and everything to where I can see like how some people like how Frank Gehry like made models and everything and that works for some people. I've tried that too in a couple of projects and they gave me some ideas, but it's really like an intersection of a multitude of like practices. I'm a little redundant, but you're about to graduate and I know that being in the field of architecture and art is a very personal experience, very individual. I wanted to ask you what are the biggest lessons that you're taking from this program? One of the things I realized is like how much space needs to reflect the people that use it. Like if it's um, if it doesn't reflect the people that use it, like for instance, uh, an organization that's in a building that's run down, like that has to help a community. If it doesn't have a place for the community to feel welcome in, then uh, it's almost uh, it would be really challenging for them to. Uh, help so like creating places that reflect the people that are going to use it but it also has um, the ability to change with the people who who change throughout its life that's something i feel like is very important with architecture is creating a changeable architecture that has meaning for the people so how do you feel that that understanding is playing into your future plans after you leave us here well i'm planning uh um going into historic preservation. So I'm planning on getting a one year's master's from another university. And uh, from there, I want to, uh, I feel like it's important to work with the built environment along with the uh, the new design environment that's being designed as we speak. So famous last words. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you always have these funny jokes. You can yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to like, uh, if you come here, enjoy it. And if you're an architecture student somewhere else, um, good for you. Uh, you got this, wherever you are. Now we will speak with Guillaume, who previously had no prior experience in the arts or architecture, but a background in environmental science. I'm Guillaume Alamel. I'm in second year. Um, so I come from French origins. I'm first generation uh, American. And I decided to come here for, um, well, just the architecture school. I found it interesting because of the uh, heavy focus on arts. I don't come from an art background. I come from more of an agricultural and ecological background. So I thought I could really benefit from this. And yeah, that's what that's why I'm here. That's great. Uh, so uh, let's just jump in. So what kind of projects did you do this semester? And just tell us a little bit about them and your experience. Sure. So this semester, uh, we mainly worked on a Hindu temple. Um, so it, it was particularly interesting to work on a worship space, just because um, these spaces have a certain atmosphere and a very long historical lineage to them. So being able to understand the cultural context uh, of this minority group within Columbus is particularly interesting. Um, and so this, uh, this project in architecture also transmitted itself to my artistic projects and uh, painting the interior spaces of other worship spaces within Columbus. Uh, so 
mainly Christian oriented uh, for that project, but just really observing the lighting quality within those spaces and seeing how that could be transmitted within my architectural projects too. Um, you just mentioned that one of the most interesting things for you about this program is the uh, heavy loading arts. Uh, could you tell us a little more about that? Like, how are your classes? What What do you do? What What's your experience regarding the arts field related to this program? Sure. So we have art class twice per week. And th this, particularly this semester, we were focusing more on uh, press, using the press, the printing press. I have a question for you. Uh, you previously mentioned that you were really interested in this program because of its artistic approach. Uh, could you tell us more about that, about your experience, what you've learned? Describe a little more. Sure. Um, so as I mentioned, I, I'm not coming from uh, artistic backgrounds. Um, so definitely, I mean, the learning curve when you first come in is huge. Uh, but the seeing as the program is all built around this, you pick on it, pick pick it up quickly, really. And I definitely do think I've seen an influence um, through my process within architecture. Uh, just because instead of, for instance, taking photographs when you're walking through a city or whatever, uh, if you're drawing, you're actually spending so much more time within that space. So you start seeing many more details and you're really sitting uh, within that space for a while so you get more of a feeling of the atmosphere that is created um, so I definitely think that has an influence on my projects and even then when I start designing or um, I mainly use a notebook so I'm drawing and um, well using colors too you start creating forms and that all helps the process, I would say. Could you share a little bit about uh, your experience here? What has been like the most challenging aspects and what have been some of the most rewarding? Well, I, I would say challenging wise would be uh, the technical approach. Just um, I don't have too much experience with computer programs and all that. So definitely... Uh, there's there's a big learning curve at the beginning, so I, that that's my main challenge is just the the technical side. Um, and sorry, what was the second part most of that? <laughs> the most rewarding. Um, well, I mean, the most rewarding definitely is seeing how within a short time frame how you start to manipulate those tools and use them in the way that you see fit, and. Uh, it's quite surprising how much in such a short period of time you can see that change, which is yeah, which is quite impressive. Yeah. Have you have you found yourself representing your work um, in not only the technical sense, but maybe the more um, analog sense or the hand touch within your work? Yeah. So I definitely take both approaches. Um, what, dealing with architecture, maybe. Most times I might be demonstrating plans in a digital form, but then maybe sections, elevations, perspectives, I may go more manual. And it, it'll depend by project. Um, maybe it also depends on how I want to portray the project and the best way that I think I can um, convey the feeling that I'm trying to create within that space. So 
definitely sometimes I prefer to take more of a manual approach. What is the thing that has most surprised yourself about yourself since starting this program? Well, this, the world of design is so new to me, you know, so I, I never knew I would fall in love with this so much. You know, you, you get addicted to designing. You, you, you're always in it. You, you breathe it. You're, you can't turn your mind off of it. So it, it becomes an amazing thing to just be so absorbed into this. Um, so that, that's definitely a new feeling for me because well, if you're working in agriculture, yet you, you love the plants and all that, but when you leave the field, you 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 go into something else. But this, you're you're always in it, so that that's a pretty incredible thing about this. Mm-hmm. Um, what piece of advice or what would you recommend to the incoming students or the students that are seeing the possibility of joining to this program? What would you like to say to them sure i i think the beauty of this program is that so many people come from different backgrounds so i think also just being true to yourself and representing the work how you would want to represent it i think is key um and because maybe we are um we always think of maybe work, and, and I felt this way too, architecture had to be represented a certain way because it's a new field for me. I wanted to represent it how other people represent it. But little by little, I learned that, yeah, I could just be myself and represent it the way I want to represent it. And I think people coming from different backgrounds into this program, that that's the beauty of, of what is happening here. I have another question. It's really interesting that you said that you tried to represent things the way other people did, and then you decided to do it on your own way. Being in this program has helped you to discover a part of you that you didn't know about. Have you felt that some part of you has changed, or you you found things new in you after being in touch with um, you, the artistic? your artistic side like can you talk a little more about that sure yeah i i definitely think that's the case uh before coming here i never drew and so now i i can't stop drawing too and you you enter the world a page becomes a world and so you enter that world and it it becomes very rewarding to see what is you're pretty much creating a world and so, yeah, I find that that's not something I, that I would have gone through before coming here. The next interview features three students from the second year cohort who all have backgrounds in architecture, but come from different places across the world. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Vlad Bobuski, and I came here uh, two years ago. I'm a second-year student. Uh, I came from Europe, uh, Ukraine in particular, and I already had a background, a little bit in art, a little bit in architecture, 
And so I was seeking for a program that could that could help me to develop my skills to a better level and find uh, my professional life and, and work here in the United States. Hello, my name is Caleb and I am from Kentucky. So I'm a little bit closer to this university than my uh, my fellow student Vlad is here. <laughs> um, I graduated from Western Kentucky University with a background in architecture. So um, the architecture felt familiar coming here, but what did not feel familiar was um, drawing literally anything by hand. Um, that, that was probably one of the biggest players in me coming here was um, figuring out the visual side of things rather than sitting at a computer all day and drawing straight lines. And it's been it's been pretty amazing to see how um, how the arts have informed um, my architecture designs and and vice versa. Um, they've both worked with each other in tandem for the last two years, and I hope they continue for another third year and throughout the rest of my life. Hi, I'm Sepide. I'm from Iran, Tehran, which is closer to here than Kentucky. <laughs> I have an architecture background and the reason that I picked this program was because it has art studio at the same time that we attend architecture studio and I was always interested in becoming more in tune with art and bring art into my designs and I think we've been able to accomplish that goal and I'm hoping for more achievements in the upcoming year and nice to be here. I have a question for you guys. Um, we've heard before that a lot of people choose this program because of the artistic approach. I would like to hear a little more about your experience in that regard. And also, um, we've, hear, we've heard before that something really interesting of this program is its artistic approach. So I would like to hear a little more about your experience about the art studio what you like about it, how it has impacted your life and the way you design. And also another very attractive aspect of our program is the nomadic studio, the trip that we have to Rome at the beginning of the summer. So I would like to hear if those two things um, come together. How do you approach that, your experience about that? Thank you for this amazing question. and. Um, I would like to begin with a little bit of a background. As I, as I mentioned before, I have a background in art and it really helped me to develop some basic formal skills in drawing. And when I saw this program, when I was looking for programs, I understood that this is more like um, more artistic approach to visual studies and it will involve more um, unconventional type of uh, developing artistic uh, unconventional skills. Which, which actually I realized throughout our design studio project that it really helps with, with an actual design. And that happened right now with the last project of Hindu Temple. It, it really, my exploration of uh, printmaking uh, helped me to develop a double skin pattern for, for the facade of the building, which is, which is really amazing. And as for your... Um, Second question, Nomadic Studio, it's definitely a, a really great draw-in uh, for students. Um, and I think the experience we had, it's, it's unforgettable. And we got to know about ancient buildings 
and uh, the ways people designed in ancient times and um, yeah we sketched a lot and we were it was not a vacation mm -hmm. it was a really intense course but it went really well Caleb back on the mic here so um, as a Kentucky native this was um, this was my first time out of the country whereas normally I travel at most three or four states away so you could say that um, that my mind was blown a little bit um, crossing an entire ocean um, just for school honestly um, I always thought my first international trip would be for extreme leisure but this was the total opposite in some regards um, you know there's when I first got there I knew what I had in store for me as far as um, filling a sketchbook with all this ancient architecture all this art just the the droves of treasures that come from Italy and Rome and to spend three weeks in an environment completely unfamiliar to me, a language completely unfamiliar to me, um, to a southerner that can, uh, a stereotypical southerner that can be a little bit more uh, to handle than we, than we bargained for. But by the end of it, I, I realized just how valuable it is to actually see what we are looking at, not just look at a building and say, wow, how cool is that? It's to see the inner workings of these places, figure out what this thing looks like in a section, in a plan, walk it out with our feet. The basic skills that we developed in an earlier course in our first year directly applied to a larger scale, um, an international scale for that matter. And to see those skills pay off in a really intense seminar was super rewarding. And to be in that environment, especially me for the first time, was um, truly magnificent. It was the sights to see were phenomenal, and it's something I'll never forget. And I plan to go back at some point to study further. Well, I feel that in modern uh, academic for architecture, I don't know if that's the correct way of uh, saying it, but like the way that in our time architecture is taught at school, we don't really pay much attention to the art aspect that architecture carries with itself. And in this program, we start to work on art as artists and architecture at the same time. And getting to visit this uh, wonderful city, this very old and ancient city, and seeing in person and studying how art and architecture work hand in hand and be able to study it was actually priceless. And it helped me very much in my designs of how to incorporate both, both art and architecture and bring them, bring the essence of humanity into my buildings and my design. Because I feel like successful architecture throughout time held the essence of human, human footprint. Can you elaborate a little bit, little bit more on, um, I do, I'm just picking up on a few of the things that you said in that. So you said the human footprint. And you, you also said that um, it's changed the way that you see. Um, how is that? Like, what, what do you see as far as um, maybe it's history, maybe it's the human footprint, or maybe it's just visual um, context clues in space? Um, what, what is it? Uh, so being able to draw in a city, draw plans, sections, perspectives, 
has been able to make me focus more in designs and buildings. And that way I could learn more than just a regular tourist walking down the streets taking photos. Because I've been traveling before, but I never got to experience the city as I did in Rome. And for the human footprint, I think for a long time we've forgotten to bring the culture of people into our building design or the art of local people into our building design. Building has uh, turned into these boxes, modernist boxes. And now we are trying to incorporate art, human, culture into our design. And the best way is to study how older people, not older people, but the previous generations used to do it. I hope that makes sense. No, that was great. That was great. Uh, I, I think that um, something that you're touching on is that um, that an experience that you're getting here is more than just learning how to draw a building, learning more than just how to design like exactly, floor plans. Exactly, because a, architecture is not only a building. Architecture is human life, culture, people and society, history, like everything combined together. So learning how to see that, how to analyze that, and how to bring that into our designs, I think that's the key. That I mean, my goal is to get to that place, be able to do that. Uh, I think your answer was fantastic. So I want to uh, actually divert the topic a little bit. Uh, since uh, we have a very uh, interesting, diverse group of people in here, like all, almost uh, from all over the world, Asia, Europe, South America, North America. India. Uh, <laughs> and we are all, all here in a, a Midwestern small town. So uh, since we are from all over the world, and we, when we are uh, given an architectural problem to solve, we definitely tackle uh, those uh, problems in our own way. So. Uh, uh, I would like to hear if uh, being here with uh, all uh, people from all over the world has influenced any one of you uh, tackling uh, the architectural problems that we are given here. I would say um, Vlad is back, right? I would say uh, for me it was really fascinating to see all the all the different ways that people design their buildings here. Uh, at least I can speak for my class that I saw. Um, the types of buildings you guys design, they are they are not, we are all not the same. This is a very diverse group. And I think we have a lot of things to learn from each other in a sense of uh, everyone has a very specific uh, culture in architecture and the way they, the people design in their countries. For example, I, I noticed uh, in in architecture from from Bangladesh, the Hamid's type of architecture, it's very rich with details. It is the the old architecture, right? Uh, it is usually really filled with greenery, and um, it is oriented toward. It is it is really den densely built, diverse, with courtyards, with spaces for people. The same. Um, the same, I, I, I could also say about Sepeda here, for example, her architecture, it, it involves a lot of 
a lot of elements and and parametric design be, before it 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 became main, mainstream i would call it that way and and so to see like to see the the ways and and translate them into your own projects is something that we should all like be really like um cautious, not cautious about but really like looking into that close and trying to um uh translate it in our, into our own work yeah for me what i look for in any type of architecture is how how these things involve the local community that they are, that they set in context is something i consider very very important to me because where i come from there's not a lot of that um there's a lot of new American buildings that I wouldn't even call architecture in a sense that are just doing what they want on their own and not really considering the needs of the people that will be using it. And that became fairly evident that I should try and involve a community a little bit more in just this last semester when we included um, Columbus's Hindu community into our semester project it was really eye-opening to see someone or a group i should say be like genuinely excited about being considered and being thought of in a student's design and i believe we each tackled that in our own way and had that um, as a core idea while designing is how how do we accommodate these people how do we make them feel included in a community where they have historically been somewhat ignored so that to me is um, context and community really truly makes architecture to me and that's what i like to study um, in the buildings i view whether they implement it or not i like to ask this question so what is it that has surprised you about how you have developed once you've started this program to now I think I think the biggest influence uh, was actual place of this program Columbus and before before this I was not that much exposed to the modern architecture as I as I as I, as I think I'm developing that skill uh, being here and um, I I really I think you can trace it through all my projects that I academically developed here in this program and especially uh, this last project that we had with Hindu uh, temple it, it really was a great exploration of how to combine uh, modern architecture with with a sense and with with an embedded sense of an old Indian feeling and old Indian uh, detailing. I was always interested in art, and I uh, when I took uh, painting classes, art classes during school. But my uh, undergrad was mostly technical, and starting the program, I thought I would have a very hard time in art studio. And. With the instructors that we have, Jennifer and Andy, I feel like, I mean, I'm not still satisfied and I don't call myself the artist, but I am 
surprised of how much I could accomplish in short amount of time and how much I could incorporate what I learned into my architecture studio too. So that was a pleasant surprise for me. So before I begin my answer to the question, I would like to disagree with something you said there and that you don't call yourself an artist and that you're not satisfied just yet, maybe. I am going to say that you and everyone involved here has become quite the artist since the start. Um, a lot of us came in here not knowing how to use a piece of charcoal and how to draw a piece of paper laying on the ground. I was incredibly surprised about how intimidating that was and from drawing a piece of paper onto the on the ground all the way to curating an entire gallery of self-portraits you just recently presented I would I would say you have certainly become an artist and we all have as well aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. yeah so what has surprised me most about myself has been unlocking my ability to see and on the surface, that does sound like a, a fairly simple sentence. Of course, we see, you know, we use, use our eyes to see every single day, but it goes further than that in that to truly see what we are drawing in this program every single day, what we put on paper, it takes a developed eye to see all the geometries and forms, colors and values in these objects, in these buildings. And originally, I did not think I would be able to do it. The first day of Visual Studies Studio, when Jennifer asked us to draw a piece of paper on the ground, I never thought I would be scared of a piece of paper until that day. And it was, it was hard. It really was. But tr after, after mulling on it for a little bit, stepping away from the easel, it was it was just the decision I made to keep keep plowing through, you know, keep practicing, keep listening to mentorship from Jennifer and to just keep working on that ability. Something I never thought I would truly develop enough um, to make it through architecture school. But here I am two years later, having done a trip to Rome, having drawn however many buildings, gardens, courtyards out there. To go, to go from a piece of paper on the ground to drawing the plans and sections of buildings and building parts that we can't even see is just, is, I would say that's what has surprised me the most is being able to do that now where I wouldn't have even considered doing that before. Next we have Jonathan who just finished his last presentations here at the J. Irwin Miller Architecture Program. Let's listen to him reflect on his experience and his plans for the future. Well, I'm Jonathan. Um, I grew up here in Indiana, in Indianapolis. Um, and one of the main reasons I chose the J. Irwin Architecture Program was because it was set up for people with... Um, like no no history in architecture for their bachelor's degree so kind of coming in fresh um, all different kinds of backgrounds and it was kind of set up like a liberal arts um, program much like my undergrad was um, in the fact that we're learning art architecture and design wrapped all in one um, so yeah so what was your background before 
uh, in your undergrad? Um, for undergrad, I was going for mechanical engineering, so I was studying physics and math, and then I kind of went through the transition into art and design and business. Um, once I realized that I wanted to pursue architecture rather than the engineering aspect because of the freedom it allows you to design and problem solve rather than problem solving someone else's solution. Uh, one question we, we've been liking to ask is um, what was the most challenging aspect of this program and what was the most rewarding? Mm, what was the most challenging? That's probably the easier question. Um, most challenging was like figuring out your process rather than trying to replicate your professor's um, process because everyone thinks about it individually differently and kind of how you visualize things in your head um, and then trying to figure out how do you start from bare landscape site to then final project or some people do final project and then figure out how to fit into the site. Rewarding. Mm, most rewarding is once you figure out that process um, because then you can really hone in and develop your ideas and what you are actually interested in creating in the world. I uh, wanted to ask you that uh, uh, you guys went to Berlin and Mexico City recently and uh, we went to Rome with you guys and it was a fantastic experience. Uh, since we di didn't get the chance to go with Ber uh, go to Berlin and Mexico City with you guys, uh, what was it? Uh, how was the experience for you, and how did it change to you as a, or did it had any influence uh, on you as a designer? Um, so maybe one of the biggest things that stood out was how you design based on location and also based on the culture um, for what they need, the people who are going to inhabit your space, your project. Um, you just, you kind of have to turn your mind off and just go into it as like a blank slate. Like, you know, nothing, you've got to figure it all out for yourself and then put your process in and start to develop that project. Any parting thoughts for an incoming student to this program? Come in with an open mind. Um, this program wants to connect visual studies and architecture, which are, you know, two different sides of the brain. Um, so it's best just come in with an open mind and then just try to see what comes out to you and like speaks to you because that's what's going to work best and you should just stick to that. Well, thank you so much for all of your uh, senior wisdom and we wish you the best of luck. Now we have Albert. Albert is also graduating and has some great advice for anyone deciding to study architecture. So, um, Albert, is this the first time you've ever been on a podcast before? Yes, this is the first time I've been on a podcast, other than the times that I've hosted my own for my photography business. Oh, snap. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, so let's lead into that a little bit more. Tell us, like, first, like, introduce yourself and, uh, and uh, a little bit about your background. Um, well, my name is Al, and I'm from Indianapolis, um, capital city. Or Naptown as well. Um, I you know I have a background in photography. Uh, educationally, my undergrad was in psychology because at the time I wanted to be a therapist, uh, and I changed my mind. And then um, I have a, uh, my previous master's is in urban design, 
and now I'm here obviously getting my MRC. Um, but yeah, I'm a um, commercial photographer servicing the um, tri-state area and beyond. Awesome. So what made you decide to come to this architecture program? Um, I began architect when I was a kid. Uh, my grandparents got me like a traditional drafting table with all the tools, a lot of the tools that we use even now. Um, I shadowed and, you know, I shadowed architects before all my middle school teachers knew that I wanted to be an architect on, um, uh, on Discovery Channel. They used to have these uh, shows called Modern Marvels, which shows like architecture and uh, amazing like engineering feats in different, you know, different civilizations. I used to watch all of those shows. Um, I had an extensive hand-drawn portfolio as a kid. My specialties were elementary school floor plans, <laughs> skyscrapers, and single-family suburban homes. Um, and I used to build Lego towers and Lincoln Log villages and things like that when I was a kid. And um, then I kind of lost my way in high school in more ways than one. Um, but anyway, now um, I'm trying to finish what I started. Interesting. Um, could you tell us a little more about your experience here in the program? What are the highlights? Um, what What's the most interesting thing you've learned here or about your favorite projects? Um, I think something that's unique about this program is the, the visual studies class. You learn how the formal ways on, you know, how to make art. Um, when you're making art, it's not just whatever comes to you. There's different formal things you can do to create something original and interesting. Um, I think that's something that really stood out to me to help me in my design process for, you know, the buildings, obviously. Other than that, the environmental and sustainability class second year opened my eyes because before coming to architecture school, I really did think that this is embarrassing to say, but I really thought that architecture was really uh, mostly just how building looked. And, and, and then and then you come to this program and you learn, uh, 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 not really. It's like, to me, it's I feel like it's 70% a mix between environmental science, uh, structural engineering, and um, material science. And you learn a lot of that in uh, the second year. And you realize that buildings don't just look like something. They actually do something for people and the environment. Uh, and I thought that was something that stood out to me. So, yeah. Photography background. We are sharing photography class together. So, um, I wanted to ask you if your background in photography has somehow influenced you in your architectural path, or if um, now, like that, you have uh, now that you have a preparation in architecture, if, if that's going to influence your previous photography too. So, what's the relationship between your old photography background, architecture, architecture photography? So, how does it all come together. That's another wonderful question. You guys are really giving what needs to be given today. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but j just, I guess, quickly, to get to the bottom of it quickly, um, d for sure, composition 
Um, and, and, you know, as a photographer, you're composing an image using different elements to come together to create a coherent whole that looks interesting and serves like a purpose for the, the client. And as an architect, you know, you learn how to take different pieces of information and then combining it to something that is logical, coherent, and truly whole. Um, and even... I had a photo shoot recently, and then it was a graduation shoot for a lady who's graduated, getting her master's from IUPUI. And a lot of the backgrounds that she wanted to use for her shoot on campus were architectural backgrounds. And then using my knowledge here, I, the way that I approached composing the images, knowing that the backgrounds and like making sure you know things lined up and you know rule like rule of thirds and just different linkages between the, what was going on in the background. Um, I, I just feel like it elevated my work. And then she ended up really loving the pictures, too. And um, yeah, I was being very mindful. But yeah, you know, I would just, yeah. Do you have any parting words for incoming students? Parting words for incoming students. Um, get used to being uncomfortable and not knowing the answer. And then try to be consistent with your work and try to divorce yourself from the, the whole paradigm of, oh, I feel good, so I'm going to work and be busy. And, oh, I don't feel good, so I'm not going to work and do my stuff, my work. You have to, like, divorce yourself from that and just regardless of how you feel, just even if it's inch by inch, try to be consistent with continuing to work on your projects and accomplishing something consistently, even if it's just correcting all the line weights for your doors in a project and then like going to bed or something. And, and then the next day, maybe you, you know, change like the hatching for the flooring and all your kitchens for your you know, projects or whatever. Just do something consistent. Just do something, even the smallest of the small, consistently. That's great advice. Amazing. Finally, we have George. George just finished his first year in the program and reflects on his experience and what he is looking forward to. Well, I come from a background in construction. Um, I live locally, and one of my friends and colleagues from a construction firm had come through the program and told me all about it. Taken me a few years to warm up to the idea, but just couldn't pass up the opportunity with the school being on my doorstep and the variety of uh, what was on offer through the program, and. Um, really felt like uh, an incredible opportunity to expand a knowledge base that was um, something that I really, really was looking to do as well. And the fact that the course was so varied with its emphasis equally upon architecture and art made me feel as though whatever the outcome was, I'd be walking away as a more well-rounded person uh, regardless. So yeah, just happy to be here really. Been a cracking first year and learned so much. It's kind of uh, overwhelming at times. What do you think has been like one of the most challenging aspects of your first year? Uh, it's hard 
to pick one that wasn't challenging. To be honest. <laughs> um, you know, I think coming into the program, I had a, a fair appreciation and understanding of structures and how they go together. But um, the the design language was certainly something to, to try and wrap my head around. Um, then there was the digital uh, side of things with regards to all the different software. That was certainly um, a hell of a lot to try and to take on board, coupled with um, the drafting skills that we were uh, exposed to and taught. That was fantastic. I mean, it's all been brilliant with regards to you know every facet of the course. And then there's, of course, the entire um, visual studies side of things, which uh, I had expected to be challenging, but not quite as challenging as it really is, because you know you're, you're battling with yourself and your own expectations every time you're standing in front of an easel and imagining that you know what you're doing with a piece of paper in front of you and realizing that you can't even draw what's in front of you to a satisfactory level. So, yeah, it's been a, a very challenging experience, but ultimately very rewarding as well. Um, now that you mentioned about visual studies, I am interested in hearing more about how's your experience regarding visual studies and studio? Do you feel like visual studies has impacted on your design work? Has it impacted in the way you see things now? I think it certainly lent me greater confidence in being able to translate my ideas uh, from just a mental realm and through speech then onto paper in order to explain uh, a concept. Uh, and it's also then affected my appreciation of form in a way and the the language around that. And so I think it certainly is hand in hand really the the two courses and the two the two um, studios really do uh, assist and benefit one another in uh, a student's growth. And so I think the program has really hit the nail on the head. And it's it's really exciting to think of where I might be at the end of this three-year course and how I'm able to express those ideas. This semester as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? I actually took two electives this uh, this year, one in my first semester and one in the second. The first was an, kind of a crash course, an introduction to digital software. And without it, I think I would have really struggled. Um, and it's been uh, invaluable, really, as a, as a means of allowing a person to perhaps feel a little bit more comfortable when attacking some of these programs. Uh, especially for the second semester that we had, which was really focusing upon the digital side of things versus the first semester, which was entirely drafting. And um, of course, you know, models being built in both situations, but through altogether different means. Uh, in the second semester, I took a furniture design class or a chair design class. And that was great. You know, I'd, I'd worked as a carpenter previously for the last uh, six or seven years, but uh, I always consider myself a wood butcher as opposed to a, a, <laughs> a carpenter or a fine craftsman, especially when you consider the, the trade historically and people working by hand as opposed to with power tools. You know, I don't have much familiarity with a hand plane. I know how to use one, but it's not my go-to tool. 
And so uh, having the opportunity to do some fine woodworking with the fantastic wood shop they have here and um, the tools that they have was really a pleasure. And I learned a hell of a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, uh, very interesting answers to all the questions so far. Uh, I was wondering, uh, uh, where do you see yourself after you graduate from this program? It's uh, a question that I've been asked many times at various points in my life, and I still have no idea. Um, I think I think I would very much um, I would like to see myself involved in more sustainable uh, projects and the use of newer, greener materials, and uh, hopefully having a say in the direction of projects. You know, it's something that was uh, apparent to me previously in construction was just the mountains of waste that are produced with um, traditional construction in the, the United States and uh, very little regard to uh, the opportunity to recycle and reuse materials. You know, I've recovered so many materials from building sites that my garage is full of, you know, any type and every type of wood you can imagine that people would have otherwise just thrown in the skip or, um, or burnt. And so I think for me personally, the idea of being able to be more sustainable in construction and being able to see that come into a reality is, is hugely important. So you've just uh, completed your uh, first year here in the program. For uh, most uh, students in architecture, I would say, uh, since I have an architecture background in my undergrad too, first year, first year was the most difficult one. Um, so uh, I was wondering if you have any uh, thoughts about the students that's going to be coming in here uh, after you guys who are going to be the new freshers, uh, what they should expect or um, how would you want to introduce or if anyone asks you to introduce the program to them, how would you want to do that? I didn't come from a background in architecture. I had an undergrad in uh, comparative religions and philosophy. And I must admit, I was incredibly intimidated by the prospect of grad school. And um, I was very pleasantly surprised when I learned that the professors at this level um, actually want you to succeed. And so I would say to any students considering coming here, you know, this is a very nurturing environment with professors who are uh, aware of the fact that not all of us have a background in architecture. And uh, it's not as though they necessarily make uh, accommodations for you, but they are certainly cognizant of the learning curves and are willing and able to, um, to support you in your, in your path. And it's um, it's a brilliant environment for learning. I, I was really pleasantly surprised uh, <laughs> at how at how how much fun it is as well. And so I, I certainly would cheer on anybody who wants to come to this program because I think it's it's really fantastic. And I'm not being paid to say that either. We hope you enjoy this pilot episode of Pencils Down. Stay tuned for more interviews with architecture students and professionals in future episodes. 
Don't forget to follow us on our social media, IU underscore architecture on Instagram and Indiana University J. Irene Miller Architecture Program on Facebook.